your antics called. Tell them they're authorized to do whatever the fuck they want. Welcome back to Authorized Antics. I am Taylor. And I'm Hannah. It's season two, baby. Holy fuck, we're back. I'm so excited for season two, for what we're doing, for what it's going to look like, for what it's going to sound like. But I'm so excited for this episode. We're doing controversial dating opinions because dating is one of the craziest things I feel like people go through in their 20s, especially in my case, larger cities like fucking New York and Hannah's end of the spectrum of being in a long-term relationship. It's fucking wild to each its own with that has its own benefits and, and, you know, negative aspects. But there's a lot that I think society agrees with in terms of the shoulds and should nots of datings. We like to get controversial up in this bitch. So that's what we're doing today. We kind of each came up with questions that we wanted to talk about. And as I was just kind of like briefly reading through them, I was like, shit, I feel like I'm going to have some very unpopular opinions, but I feel like we just have to say it how it is because these are topics that people either don't talk about or when they do, they like sugarcoat them and make them sound all nice. And I'm just not going to do that because we're not those type of people. The fuck? No. Okay. The first question is, is it okay to check your significant other's phone. My intuitive reaction is no, but that's only because I've never done it. I agree with that. If you have the urge, you're going to find something. Right. That you like, if you have, if you're like, oh shit, I feel this like sensation that I need to check, you're probably going to see something that you don't want to see, but like your intuition is probably right. Right. I feel like. I mean, unless you're really immature and toxic, you're, you're digging just for shits and giggles to just be toxic. But if you're mature and the relationship has a lot of trust in its foundation and yet you get that gut feeling after a while, I'm not going to sit here and say it's okay, but like you said, you're, you're probably going to find something out that you wouldn't know otherwise. Yes. What I just hate is that like, I feel like this, this scenario has been talked about about where say like a guy is cheating on his girlfriend and she like has the feeling that he is so she checks his phone and then say she confronts him with it like what the heck I saw you texting another girl or something or even just like emotionally cheating or something like that and then he will be like why the fuck are you checking my phone and like then try to like twist it on her if you've ever been in that position don't let the guy make you feel crazy for doing it because he was doing something wrong. So like at that point, it doesn't matter that you also did something wrong because he did something worse. Kind of like what I'm getting at. And you could acknowledge that. You can say like, I know I shouldn't have done that, but my intuition or my gut feeling, whatever you kind of follow, it doesn't lie to me. So, you know, why did I have that feeling of I should check your phone because there's something in there that you'll never tell me. Right. It's like, you didn't tell me. So I right. found it out for myself. Right. Like if you weren't going to say anything, I never would have known. And who knows how long I would have let this go on for. Number two, should a guy pay on the first date? I feel like I know your answer, Taylor, because we briefly talked about this. What's your answer? Okay. I think yes, but it's not because I'm like, oh, I need someone rich who's just yeah. going to like <laughs> fucking pay for everything or whatever. It's not necessarily about the money. It's more so like the gesture and like the intent behind paying for it. Theoretically, yes, I would be down to split it. I would be down to fucking pay for it. It's not about the money. It's about the fact that like, show me that you're happy that I'm here and that you either like want to keep doing this or you had a good time with me or that you're putting in some sort of effort. And yes, I know effort can be done in other ways of like, just being nice to me, being kind, having good conversation. But I feel like that's a nice gesture to be like, I enjoyed my time with you and I'm going to treat you because you deserve it. Like, I want to feel special. Yeah. No, I fully get that. I have like a split thought about it because yes and no. Yes, because fuck men. 
like expect like in my situation <laughs> right. like going on all of these first dates and going out for all these drinks I'm doing you a favor by being in your fucking presence at least you right. could do is pay for my $20 cocktail yes that's how I feel <laughs> but the other end of me is and I think I told a story about this on the season prior about how I like fought not fought but like flirty fought a guy over like paying for my subway fare like something yeah. very cheap but I like told him I was like well like feminism fuck that fuck you like I'm gonna do what I want but also like in your situation like of having a long-term boyfriend get your fucking bag sis like get that dinner paid for because <laughs> I remember there being an entire weekend that we no! <laughs> No, I'm fully calling you out. Fuck Taylor. <laughs> because we were together. We did so much. We went out to dinner every night. We went out to drinks every night. We Ubered back and forth from like point A to point B was like an out like expensive things that we did that weekend. And after everybody left, like that Sunday night after the weekend, I was with Hannah and we were talking about how like I owed your boyfriend like money for an Uber or something. And I just turned to you and I go, Did you pay for a single thing this weekend? And you go, Nope. I respect it, even though okay. I'm paying your boyfriend Uber money. Yeah, sorry. But, um, <laughs> sorry about that. I can't help but, you there. <laughs> sounds like a you problem. <laughs> no. Okay. But, um, yeah, so this is where my brain, like, takes an extra step. The typical notion here is, like, I'm a girl, like, I'm going to pay for myself because we can do it, too, and we can be equal. Yes, we are equal. Yeah. But I'm taking it the step further of being like, yes, we can also pay and support ourselves and do all the same things. But why not save our money for ourselves <laughs> yes. and have them treat us? That, so I'm taking it like further. It's not a thing where I'm like, yeah, I want you to pay for me. It's like, right. You should fucking pay for me. Right. <laughs> Which is that's such an unpopular opinion, and I know I can just hear I can just hear the men yelling in my ears right now, and I'm sorry. (laughs) The next question is: Does penis size matter? Yes. Yeah, (laughs) it does. And listen, okay. I know a lot of our listeners are guys, and before you click off this podcast and tell Hannah and I to go fuck ourselves. It's not you, it's me. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But in all seriousness, it's not a universal, like, there's not a universal penis. Not a one size fits all. There's not. There's literally yeah. not. Because 16 year old me would have told you that my boyfriend's eight inch penis is phenomenal. But now I'm 22 and, like, I adore and seek out a good five to six. Pers- like, opinions change <laughs> I did not think you were going that direction what are you saying <laughs> it not only do like women's preferences vary but they also change and it has literally nothing to do you're saying it's not the guy's fault it's really like, not like yeah. here's yeah right like Taylor said like before you guys click off there's preferences everyone is attracted to something different you know what I mean it goes the same way for women's bodies being analyzed a lot some people are going to look at someone and say I don't like this about them if your dick is bigger or your dick is smaller specifically if your dick is smaller don't be like what am I supposed to do I'm here to tell you that there's a small percentage of girls that actually come by penetration So, like, you have so many other ways to make up for it. Like, if you're, like, sitting here right now being like, fuck, I think my dick is, like, on the smaller side, get really good at fingering, get really good at eating out. Like, you have other options. And on the flip side, if you are someone that has, like, a bigger penis and you're now reflecting and you're kind of like, wait, am I not, like, even hitting her G-spot, like, because my penis, like, it's so big and it's not penetrating where it needs to? Yeah. That's also something to like play around with because I have a friend who like, you know, has this guy in her life and he has like a big dick and he, he, she doesn't always come with just penetration from it, but he bought her a vibrator and they used it together and the size of it was just a little smaller than his and and it worked just fine. She was able to come from penetration with that. I think big dicks are great. 
<laughs> but like they're only great for so long because if you don't right. like get the job done quickly then it literally starts to hurt I hate that feeling of being like fuck I was so horny and like so excited to have sex but now it's just gone on for so long that I haven't finished and your dick is big so like mm. now I'm not even enjoying it anymore and it kind of just like kills the mood because I was like oh I'm, I was so excited and now I just want it to be over with because I'm in pain yeah and that's like, I mean, this is a whole other topic, but that's where like communication comes in. So you switch it up and you, you know, yeah. you eat her out or whatever. And also it kind of boils down to confidence as well, because I know there's a lot of conversations and we've even had those conversations of like, maybe like bigger women who are a bit less confident during sex or really, really tiny women who don't feel like that they fill all the right areas and are not confident during sex. It does kind of boil down to building up that confidence and that self-love for yourself so like males who are listening to this too and feel like they don't have that optimal penis size to perform it's also about your confidence not cockiness mm -hmm. confidence because just the way that you find that an attractive in a girl we find it an attractive in a guy especially in the bedroom so if you're pulling out like a micro penis but you can like eat a girl out until she literally like squirts a whole ocean over your forehead then you know you're doing something right Next question. Would it bother you if your significant other liked provocative photos of someone else on Instagram? Yeah. <laughs> it would piss me off so much. Here's the thing. There's like a few different scenarios. If it's a celebrity, like you can fucking like that shit. You can jerk off to it. You can stare at it. You can show me. We can come to it together. Like whatever. Right. A celebrity is different because it's like, you're never going to meet that person. You don't have a chance with them. So sorry. It's like a fantasy thing. Yeah. So that, whatever. There's like different levels to it. If it's like a person we both know, and I know that you think they're attractive, not going to love that. Yeah. And then the worst thing is like, if it's an ex or someone you hooked up with or have like made it clear that you found them attractive or like talked yep. to in some sort of way and you are, are liking those pictures like that's actually gonna like anger me and I will cut your dick off <laughs> micro penis or not we're kind of <laughs> it's gone I completely agree because that was my answer too there's levels to it and I think it's like I get that soulmates are real hope we all find ours People can, stay with me here, people can end up, you know, with someone for the rest of their lives. But it is, we're human and it is not, you know, a secret that we find other people attractive and we may even have small, minuscule amounts of emotional connection or just general love for other people, whether they be exes or someone we see on a street. So it kind of is hard to boil it down to this question and be like, would it bother me? Because I know that it's possible for other people to have, you know, other feelings or sexual, you know, being drawn sexually to somebody else. But if like exactly what you said, if it's an ex, if it is someone we know, no, do not be fucking, you know, entertaining that shit because that's like not okay. Here's the thing too, like how you were saying it's natural to have, like find other people attractive. I totally agree. I think other people are attractive all the time, but I think when you like something, it's like not just a thought in your head. It's like a physical act. It's unnecessary. Like you're going out of your way to tap that button and it's not just in your head anymore. Then it's like that person sees your name and then they know that you like whatever they posted. So I feel like that's the part that pisses me off. If my boyfriend, I actually like find it like, especially when he talks about celebrities which he like doesn't like he'll try to avoid saying other people are attractive and I'm like nope like it, it's okay Megan that's, Fox like yeah, that's I have okay. eyes like she's fucking hot like you can say it <laughs> like, right. you know like I encourage that yeah I yeah I want to know what you find attractive and stuff like that so that's fine but it's just like that action of like if it's someone we know or someone you used to be with no I don't want you to let them know you're still around still looking at their shit and liking it right right this next question is is love enough to make relationships last no <laughs> I don't think it is I think and like I'm gonna get to this later more in depth I think there are a lot of other aspects that are necessary for a relationship to last for a relationship to last as long as it possibly can I don't think love is number one but it's number two and I think number one 
is trust. Mm, yeah, that's good. So like, I know that's specific and it goes a bit beyond the question, but I don't think love is just enough because you can love somebody and fully leave them because there's a lack of other things. And usually that those big things are trust, communication, trauma, whatever. But I'm also only 22 that, and like somebody who's only ever had one relationship that I guess it was like a first love, but like it's not how I should be loved and it wasn't how I should have loved. So like I don't know that I have much to say on that. But from just what I do know and what I've been through, I don't think it is. I have a different perspective. (laughs) Okay. It's not that I think like there's a yes or no, like black or white answer to this. I just think I have such a heavy weight of the definition of love. So when you're saying like, oh, like trust goes into it and, you know, more stuff like that, I totally agree. And when you're saying like, you can still leave the person, my immediate thought is like, well, then that wasn't actual love. I don't necessarily think that's like, that I'm correct in saying that. I just, that's just how my brain works and has worked for a while. Yeah. Is that, okay, but if you do those things and you can't come back from it, then that's, it's not actually love. I don't know. I just feel like I take that word so heavily to mean something so deep of like, if it's actual love, you're going to do whatever you can possibly do to make it work. Because yeah, there is a lot of stuff that goes into a relationship, like effort and, and time and commitment and communication and all that. But I view it as like, if you can't do all those things or work and try your hardest to get better at those things, then it's not love. Does that make sense? No, it makes a lot of sense. And I don't want to take away from anything that you just said, but it makes sense because that's your experience. No, I know. (laughs) Like, I don't (laughs) know. I like in the, my more like logical side agrees with you And like, I feel like more people would say the same thing as you. And I feel like my answer like gets me into trouble a lot, but I like can't ever get away from this answer. I'm always like, well, if you're not doing those other things, then you don't love me. So like sometimes it's not a positive outlook, but that's just always how I've viewed it. No, that makes a lot of sense. It should be enough is a simpler way to word it. Yeah. No, I love that. And I want to eventually get to a point with somebody where like love does mean that, like it has that much depth to it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think everybody can relate to that. So do you believe in right person, wrong time? Okay. So this, like, I feel like I have a warped view of this too, because like this goes along with the last question for me where I immediately think if it's the right person, truly, no matter what time it is in your life, no matter what time period it is or what you're going through in your life, you will make it work. That's how I always view it of like, it doesn't matter where you're at in life. If you found someone good, you're gonna do your absolute best to keep them. Again, love, why would you let them go if they're the right person? Oh, that pulls up my heartstrings. <laughs> I know. I, and I know that's like unpopular. No, but it's not because I yeah. actually like, I, so here's my issue. I'm going to tell you what your issue is. Um, <laughs> my like heart and soul feels that answer. I'm like, yeah, I get it. But as I continue to practice spirituality within like self-love and like energy alignment, I'm really involved and I really believe in divine timing. And so I don't think there's ever something that could be deemed as a wrong time. I think everything does happen for a reason. But again, that's just with my like my my life and my experience because I have this focus of divine timing with a me, myself, and I tunnel vision type of thing. Mm -hmm. I it's like a bit different of a scenario. So I don't know if I have an actual yes or no answer for that. I think I'm somewhere in the middle. 
Well, yeah, I can kind of see both ways to this because the goal is as you get older, you mature and grow as a person and you become more of your best self, quote unquote. And like maybe someone really great comes into your life and you're at that moment in a rough period and not your best self. So maybe you're like not ready for their greatness yet. Like I I see that. Like maybe if you're a mess in that moment, then maybe the right person at that time is someone is maybe just yourself. Oh yeah. I was going to say someone more of a mess, but yeah, your answer's better. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, go like be toxic with someone else. And you're like, go be toxic to yourself. (laughs) It's probably makes, yeah, that's probably a better answer. (laughs) But it all, it all makes sense. And it's so, so individualized. Next one is, should relationships really be hard work? No, I don't think they should. Yes, some aspects of it you need to work on and work toward. So it doesn't completely eliminate, in my opinion, the concept of work. Like you're always working on something, whether that be on yourself or a relationship or a job or a podcast. Like, you know, it, that's a universal understanding of, you know, you put in work for things that you want to flourish and blossom. But if it is seriously a soulmate or a significant, significant, significant other that is like seriously someone you can love without conditions, then no. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it, it need, I don't think it should be hard work, but I don't think it needs to be hard work if that's the scenario. Yeah, I agree. I think it takes patience and understanding and communication, obviously. But I think there comes to a point where it's like, if you don't have those things, and even if you're like in a fight that's perfectly reasonable, if you can't get to a point where you might be pissed at the other person, but you do understand them and you do want to resolve it in a healthy manner, that's different. But like, hard work to me sounds like you're at war all the time and you're just like clashing all the time and there's more negative than good. It shouldn't be that. Like think about it in terms of friendships too. If someone were to ask me about my friendship with Taylor, I would never describe it as hard work. (laughs) Like I would never, that would never cross my mind. So like, why would I want that in a relationship? Right. Whereas you, if someone asked me about my relationship with like ex-friends within the last six months of our friendship and it being hard work, yeah, it fucking was. And it's why we're not friends anymore. Oh, true. Yeah. Because they're not the right friend. So like that's happening in a relationship. They're not the right partner. Right. Ew. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm thinking about ex-friends. I'm like, oh, that was exhausting, draining. It was hard to like yeah try to get them to see that I'm worth being friends with so like and like why would you have to do that in a relationship and it's like why would you want to be friends with someone that doesn't want to be friends with you why would you want to be with somebody who doesn't want to be with you so we love this question and you should too should you have sex on the first date slash how long should you wait to have sex I think you should do whatever you want to do and if both parties want to have sex on the first date, you should do it. Correct. There's nothing else <laughs> to say about that. <laughs> okay. And the next one, how long should you wait to have sex? My take, it kind of goes back to like the right person type of thing because I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate this phrase. They say like, why buy the cow if you can get the milk for free? If you don't know what that means, they're saying like, why would the guy want to date you if they could just have sex with you? And my thoughts are, then that guy is not the right guy for you. Right. If you want to have sex with a guy and he wants to have sex with you and you have sex, there is a possibility that he also wants to date you too. And you could do that if you have sex and then he leaves you, he ghosts you, he doesn't want to be with you, then he's not the right one. So you might as well just try it out. And if you want to have sex, have sex. If the outcome's the same and you wait until you don't form an emotional connection to have sex, then you possibly wasted good sex. Does that make sense? (laughs) Yes. So So like how long should you wait? Wait as long as you want or have sex on the very first date or don't go on a date and just have sex. I've done that. Do what you want. 
Right. It's like, I hate how people are like, there needs to be this certain amount of like chronological time of like, okay, three dates before like doing anything really physical or having sex. My boyfriend and I, we had sex for months way before we started dating. And like, here we fucking are. If it went a different way and like, we just had sex all those months, there would be a certain point where I'd be like, okay, this is just sex then. And it'd probably come to an end, but like, it is possible that you can start from a physical connection to an emotional connection. And it's possible for the other way around. And that's fine if that's your vibe. Yeah. But that's not the question. That's not the question, okay? <laughs> we make the rules here. <laughs> we do. This is, is authorized antics. <laughs> Correct. But like, and I don't know about, I, well, I do know about you. I was going to say, I don't know about you, but physical connection is <laughs> really fucking important to me. I know it's fucking important to you too. Correct. If I don't have that, then I don't want to date you. So like, yeah. I might as well find out before I like develop this emotional connection like that's that's a shitty feeling having an emotional connection with someone but then being like well I'm not attracted to you or like we have bad sex like no 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 I'd rather know that like the sex is gonna be good and then we can like develop right right that's a nightmare next question during the week how often should you text slash talk to the person you like slash your significant other and I want to know your thoughts since you are a big dating app gal. And if you like someone, how often do you talk to them? I am currently really struggling with this one because I'm so strategic. And I feel like you have to be if oh, you do start. Taylor. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you do start to like someone because not a lot of the times, like, do I get on these dating apps and go on first dates and maybe I hook up, maybe I don't and continue to text them like it it really just falls through and it's kind of annoying and sometimes that works for me depending on the person and sometimes I'm like well fuck I like kind of wanted to go a little further with you but with the rare 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 amount of guys that I have wanted to like continue talking to and like form some sort of connection with I get like very worked up about like how often should I text them to where I give them the right like sort of insight to how much I do like them, but yet I don't give them the wrong amount of insight to I'm really forward and pushy and clingy and I text them like Mm -hmm. every other day and maybe every other day is too much. But then I, and I've talked to friends about this and then, so some of them agree. They're like, yeah, like you just went on your second date. Like you should plan the next one. And but text him like a week after the second date mm. and then, and, and <laughs> it just goes on and on and on. You get the idea. But the other, you know, half of some people I talk to are like, who gives a fuck? You literally have like 80 plus years in this lifetime. If you like somebody, text them and tell them. If they don't like you, that's okay. Cause there's a lot of other people in this fucking world. And so currently like in this literal like time period, me here right now, I'm completely split. Like I'm, I cur- I'm currently like texting this guy that like I went on a few dates with and hooked up with. And I, at first we were kind of texting a lot. Now we're not. And I'm like, Oh, did we text too much? Like, are we not talking enough now? Does he not understand that? I like, so I'm, it's really way too much for me to think about. Or tell her. Talk about it. Okay. Shut me the fuck up, please. No, not, no, I'm not <laughs> telling you to shut the fuck up. I'm just saying, I think you need to think about the last question on when we were like, should we have sex on the first date? How long should you wait? And you were like, you should do whatever you want. It's the same thing with texting and when you're going to talk to them and when you're not going to talk to them, whatever you feel in that moment, you should fucking do it. If you don't feel like talking to them, don't. If you're like, wow, I like them and I want to put myself out there, you should. And also the next step of that, when you're like, oh, did we text too much? Blow, like, did I scare him away? If he's the right guy, then you didn't no. scare him away. <laughs> yeah. And my guy friend looked me dead in the eyes after I told him what I literally just said and was like, don't think about it so much. <laughs> like, he was like, <laughs> so easy like, for you to say, guy. Right. But-, <laughs> but coming from like a brain of like a male born individual, like that was kind of nice to hear because there's no way this other dude that I'm like so caught up on 
is thinking this like intense about it like there's no fucking way true so- yeah I do you are very like analytical and logical on like yeah. your approach to stuff and like yeah. but then sometimes you overthink it when you're like okay, it's been seven hours and 15 minutes since the last time. So now I'm going to say these two sentences, but not three, because that's too much. No, literally. <laughs> like, one that. emoji or two. <laughs> I know, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I misspelled that. But if I correct it, is one more text too much? Like, oh, my I, God. I literally, like, I'm yeah, fucking no. psychotic, not outwardly psychotic, but, like, in my own head. I know. Awful. You just need to, like... I want to talk about this in like a different episode, but I'll just say it briefly. Cause you always say like, oh, you follow your intuition. I feel like I follow my heart to where it's mm-hmm. like, it sounds fucking cheesy, but no. it's like, and sometimes that gets me into a lot of trouble, but <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's good because it's just like, oh, I'm just doing whatever I feel. Yeah. So like in those moments you should be like, I'm just going to do whatever I feel. Okay. there's definitely (laughs) moments where I should be doing what you're doing but I'm saying in this one particular question (laughs) I was just gonna say like how often should you talk to your significant other and again it's this is where I'm saying like it's not great to always do what you feel like there's there's good and bad (laughs) because some days I'm like I really don't want to talk to anyone and I want to be a hermit crab and then my boyfriend is like where did you go? Are you okay? <laughs> you love me. And then, I'm, <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, I'm here. And I always have a terrible, I also have a terrible habit of like reading people's texts, like right when they send me them, being either like excited about them or knowing I have something to say, but then like turning my phone back off and then like walking away. And then like, it's a day later and I'm like, oh shoot. Like I was pumped to answer that, but I just didn't answer it. And I just waited. I don't like you kinds of people. (laughs) I know it's, it's annoying. Like I don't like that habit, but yeah. So sometimes it's that, or then sometimes I'm like super excited to talk. So I like text him all fucking day long. So like, it's not good. (laughs) The 15 texts I have, like, no, it's just from Hannah. It's not from 50 different people. It's just Hannah. Right. But then you don't hear from from me for three days correct so I gotta soak it <laughs> all in like, while I get it but then I'm like hi Taylor okay so- <laughs> hi Taylor I miss you <laughs> no yeah um so yeah not the best okay but I think what a great week would look like is more like calls and facetimes versus like texting all day long like I love um I love like a good morning on a good night but I don't really like texting in the thick of the day because I'm actually doing stuff so I don't want to like say what I'm doing I'd rather at the end of the day have a nice meaningful FaceTime recall yeah I think about this a lot in terms of quality over quantity but then sometimes like when I don't hear from the person as much as I'd like I you start to get in your head at least like in the sense of like dating and having new connections but overall quality over quantity next is asking a person's intentions of what they're looking for acceptable to do prior to date number three. So basically you're saying like, when should you have the talk of like, what are we? And I'm basically asking this question because I do need advice because date number three is coming up if it happens. I have my answer. All right, you go first. I need to marinate in this. So no, it's like not acceptable, but that's based off of my quote-unquote standards of how I date and what I like to do but because let me get a bit more specific I'm I don't have on my dating apps like or even if you're not meeting someone through date like I'm not outwardly uh, making it obvious that I want a relationship because I don't know that I do but if you are somebody who does not want to do the hookup and then the formation of connect, and you seriously just want to start seeing someone and dating someone who is also looking for the same thing as you are, then it's acceptable before you even meet them to text and say, hey, going to be straightforward. This is what I'm looking for. If you're not, I would just rather not waste each other's time. I like your point of like being straightforward and what you're looking for. But if you really like a guy and what you want is to progress and potentially have a relationship with them or like keep seeing them and like form an emotional connection and all that if that's what you want I feel like you should say it because potentially he could say oh I don't 
want that. And then, then you'll have to end it, which sucks, but then you won't be wasting any more time. Or he could say like, yeah, I want that too. And then you're all happy, but there's also, it's not always either a huge positive answer or a huge negative answer. Like there's also other scenarios where he could be like, oh no, I, I am looking for that. And I, and I do like you, I'm just not there yet. And then you can kind of like make the decision from there. I think the reason why I did like a quantitative, like measurable thing to it. Yeah. Because the third date isn't really that far in when you think about it. The third date? Why is that such a thing? Because that's the same thing with like when people say to have sex too. It's like, you got to wait for after the third date. Maybe that's the point where it's like, okay, we're either continuing this or it's over. Right. It is. It so is. That's like where I'm at the point now. That's a lot of pressure though. It is a lot of pressure. Yeah, for sure. But I feel like if you like him, got to take the risk. Got to follow my heart. You do. (laughs) And I will. No, but I have your advice. Okay. Next question. Mm -hmm. How quick do you text the person after the first date? So... What have you been doing, Taylor? So this is what I've been doing. Okay. Whether they ask or not, I tell them when I've gotten home. Um, and I let them know if I've had a good time, that I've had a good time. If even if they don't answer or if they do, great. But I won't text them for like a few days after the fact. Like at least two or three. I feel like if they don't say something to the fact that you got home, then they suck. Yeah. Like, that's where I feel like that's a really good sign of being like, okay, they don't give a shit. (laughs) Or they like answer the next day or something. And I'm like, you fully were not asleep. Like, it didn't take me an hour to get home. Thank you. Yeah. um, So that's what I do just to like put, not that I didn't already by fully going out them on a date, but just to like put myself in the door a little bit more of doing that. Like I got home safely text. I do that like always just to let them know if I like them, that I didn't completely hate that. I don't, I definitely don't text the day after. That's like, at least for me, a big no. I feel like this also depends too on like how the end of the date goes. Like, what are they saying? Are they like, oh, that was a really good time. We should do that again. Or like, oh, are you free this later on this week? Or like, what's your week look like? I feel like it's good to like pay attention to those cues too. I was just about to say, yeah, like that's happened where like the guy's fully been like, like, are you around like this weekend? Like, I would love to do this again sometime. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I make sure I text him before that weekend just to not necessarily like want to hang out, but just like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, we'll check like, in. Yeah, we'll check in. Or if it's a general thing of like, we'd love to see you soon like your schedule and be like, okay, next Thursday looks great. Like, let me like text him, you know, in two or three days and just do a little check-in as well. Maybe get a conversation going. And then when it gets to be like that Sunday or Monday prior, see what he's doing Thursday. So yeah, I'm probably way too strategic about it and I fully know it. And it's like not always the healthiest, but at least for my current experience and like New York dating culture, that's how it goes. Yeah. I also want to say this too. We always say this, but if you like go on a first date and you don't want to text them after, or like you don't want to follow up, like you don't have to do that. I just want to say that too, because we're focusing on like, oh, what is the guy thinking? But me and Taylor always say on here, like you have to like them too. Like it's about who you like too. So you could fully like, like if Taylor had a horrible date, maybe you wouldn't even text them, got home. Cause maybe you're like, I don't even want to talk to you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I've yeah, that's happened. So, next one. Should you ask for their Snapchat, Instagram, or number when first meeting or matching on a dating? Ugh. Okay. Well, if you've been listening to this podcast at all, you know I fucking hate Snapchat. So mm-hmm. grow up. Grow the fuck up. Yep. I don't think anyone should be asking for your Snapchat unless both parties literally want just sex. It's almost as if Snapchat's the equivalent to tinder and then asking for instagram is maybe like bumble and then like asking for their number is like hinge am i right you, i don't know you know it you know <laughs> it you've got it down to a t girl no that's that's facts and i'm gonna like i was shocked when i heard this was not judgmental but just shocked my coworker who 
is my our age who I talk a lot with at work about like boys. She said that she asks for their Snapchat. So she and <laughs> she's fucking crazy. Oh god. <laughs> to see not only like into their life and like have a bit more depth as to what to ask for of like maybe they're sending a picture of like the area in which they work and it gives them something to spark a conversation about that you wouldn't see through text. I get that. Mm. But she's also said that she fully is like, I find out where they live. I find out where they work. I fully figure out where they grew up, like from Snap. And so, you know, to each its own reasons, I guess. But I think it's just immature because for me personally, because it just sets a tone of like hooking up in like, this is such a weird term but like in an underground way of like no yeah it's so bright and like it's so intimate that it's like can we just like have that intimate moment like in person when we're like having sex or doing what like I don't need to be sending you like shit all the time over snapchat whether it be everyday life things or like fully nudes I'm just like not into it anymore so I personally just go for the number but I also know a lot of people that go for the Instagram which is an interesting one. Yeah, I feel like what you said about who is it your coworker who asked for the Snapchat? Like I'm all for the crazies. Like I love a crazy girl. She's but fucking I love does her. say what she wants to. Like right. it, it is immature, obviously. And I'm right. not like throwing shade. I'm just saying like that's the stage she's at. Right. And that's fine because maybe like that's the mentality she's on. So Snapchat makes sense for a situation like that. But if you're like genuinely wanting to further something, like I would go for the number. Because you're going to need it eventually. Exactly. And with the Instagram, it's kind of the similar thing of Snapchat. It's just so you can get a better glimpse into their life. But um, did you hear freaking, oh my God, on the Euphoria season finale when like Lexi was asking Fez. Spoiler alert. It's not really, it's not like a big thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like a cute thing. Lexi was like talking to Fez and was like, do you have social media? And he's like, no, I don't want to see like the scraps of some people. Like I want to actually get to know them. Like that's what Instagram is too. So like if you're talking over Instagram, it's like just the highlights and yeah, you could be talking through DMs, but you're just on a platform where you see like smiling faces and just like, I don't know, a bunch of bullshit, honestly. It is a bunch of bullshit. And I mean, Hinge is my personal favorite dating app and there's a feature where you can link your Instagram. You can't see the Instagram handle like the the people can't see yours, you can't see theirs, but you can see what they post. So you can see more than 5 pictures of the person if you wanted to. So why go get the Instagram? I'm not sure what the point of that is, but I'm just a full number girl. And your sister told you to give me advice about like some dating stuff. She told me to get it, get off of it as soon as possible, but I couldn't really figure Mm -hmm. out how. Listen up. This is how I do it. Usually the slide in, whether it be you sliding in or them sliding in is like a joke or like something related to their, to their profile. And you, at least for me, it usually leads to doing something or hearing about a story. And I try to say like, text me and we'll plan it. Or like, let's talk about it over drinks. Like I'd love to hear more of it. And I just throw my number in and send it. Mm-hmm. If I get a text, great. If not, oh well. Because honestly, like I've seen it scare some people away. It's like, we've exchanged three sentences. Why are you giving me your number? I'm like, I don't, number one, I have notifications on my dating apps. I, I'm not going to see this. Taylor, you need to have this, en- <laughs> you need to have this energy with like, t- when you, when you're texting them and with, asking like what are we and I know it's different because there's more emotions involved yeah literally the energy you have right there you're like oh well like then they suck and like they're not the one for me because they didn't answer or they're scared by me sending my number like it's the same thing Taylor I I know you're right I I do (laughs) (laughs) I do know you're right saying because you've come to this conclusion yourself like you're literally saying it yourself right so there you go (laughs) right are you done with that answer what was the question yeah but <laughs> what was the question just talk for 30 minutes about it. Yeah. all right next question is trust or love most important in a relationship oh this is where you're getting deep isn't it yeah are you, are you okay <laughs> <laughs> 
Are you about to cry, you bitch? No, I just, we obviously thought of these questions before figuring out each other's responses. And so what we talked about earlier with, I don't know what the question was. Well, I know you're going to say trust. I am going to say trust, but I know (laughs) you're going to say love and I just think you're going to shut me down, but I am excited. No, go with your answer first. (laughs) (laughs) Explain your answer. I'm not just here to shut you down. (laughs) I do think it's trust. I don't know why though. From personal experience, yeah, that's where I got this question from. But I just think that trusting someone is loving them in a relationship setting, in a friendship setting, in a mentor setting, to whatever degree that may be. But then I think having people trust you is a significant level of some variation of love. Trust, like in a lot of different aspects of my life, has been a really heavy and significant thing that I need for a relationship to thrive and for a relationship to feel like there's love in it. And then the flip side, I've had relationships with a partner, with a friend, with a relative where I love them for whatever, but there's not, there's a lack of trust. They don't trust me. I don't trust them. And it's not entirely unconditional for me anymore. And for me, love needs to be unconditional. And so if there's conditions of, well, I don't trust you. There's this underlying, that's not unconditional. There's like a condition to it. It's like, well, I could love you if I could trust you. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know if that made sense. But- no, it does. No, I like fully get what you're saying. And I'm kind of like, yeah, maybe you're right. Because well, no one's right. No one's wrong. Like, it's just how I feel. Well, it's true because in terms of a relationship, you need trust or it's, yeah. it's going to crumble down. But I'm thinking about like a specific person who I love, but I don't trust him at all. I'm so on edge about everything yeah but then it comes back to like my weird view of love where I'm like if we can't ever get to a place where we trust each other or understand each other to know that we need to work on that then is it actual love so I think it just is I just have a different answer because like my definition of love is so weird and strange but like I do yours yeah but I do agree that in any sort of in any sort of healthy relationship, not even just romantic, like friendship too, if you don't have trust, like if you think your friend is like talking shit about you behind your back all the time, that's not going to be a good friendship. But then also, do you actually love that person if you're talking shit about them behind your back? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, they do. And I, I don't know where along the line in my life, I felt like I needed to equate trust to love probably from like parental divorce like trauma yeah. but like but I think that's something I would carry into a relationship in the future and so I could come out of the next relationship or continue with my next and like have completely different viewpoint but yeah they do go hand in hand is what I was also gonna agree with that's a tough one Tay that one's gonna keep me up that's right? gonna fucking keep me up at night I'm gonna be like trust or love it's not an ultimatum like if there's no yeah. trust there's no love if there's no love you know what I mean like oh yeah that's so true that's I really not what we're saying yeah I like can't even see that because I'm always like it's one or the other yeah <laughs> you're an extremist <laughs> in the best way though um, no it's really not good I'm also thinking it both are like affected by each other to where like yeah it's not one or the other but like well yeah that's exactly what I said earlier if I don't fully trust you then how can I fully love you if I don't fully love you then how can maybe you trust me too right so like my ability to love you I don't right so I, I feel like they can't they can't exist separately no no definitely not which is what was the other Because I feel like in order to trust someone, you have to love them in some way, right? Yeah. Because, like, can you trust someone without loving them? And can you love someone without trusting them? No. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) No! (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, that one fucks me up. 
why wasn't that our last question that was so fire we literally have one more which oh. is still a good one but like we didn't set ourselves up right if the sex is bad time and time again but you emotionally form a connection do you continue to talk to that person i fully wrote this and don't agree with the way that it was written how can you have bad sex and form an emotional connection with somebody? I don't know that I could do that. But why don't you answer the question <laughs> before we go into that? I feel like I definitely can and have. Really? Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah, I have. But no, yeah, I was thinking like I have had something where like I liked the person in some way, but I didn't enjoy the sex. And it's like, I don't know, it could go either way because... If you truly think it's like something that's serious and is love, sex gets better over time, I think always because you get more comfortable with the person and your relationship develops and stuff like that. And you are more comfortable communicating what you want. So I do think sex can improve, but if it's bad because you're not attracted to them, then no, I don't think you should talk to that person. Do you know what I'm saying? Like if the sex just isn't like what you normally like, but you're still physically attracted to them, I think you can work on it. Yeah. But if you're like having sex and you're like, oh, I'm not turned on by this person, then I don't think you should talk to them. Right. Like, do you watch Love is Blind? Mm -mm. Well, a new season just came out and like there was this couple that this guy kept going on and on about how he's her best friend and this is a once in a lifetime connection or whatever, but he would make these horrible remarks of like, I feel like when I'm touching her, she's like my aunt and I like don't want to have sex with her and stuff like that. Mm. And they didn't end up together, but like because of her, she was a boss ass bitch. But like at that, but before that, he should have let her go because that's not fair to like keep pulling her along when he's not physically attracted to her. So at that point, like you can't work on it. That makes sense. And it makes sense the other way too. Don't drag someone along if you're physically attracted to them and you know that they want to be emotionally connected to you, but you're not to them. Don't drag them along. Yeah. And like, yeah, don't drag out bad sex. I do think overall it probably is easier to improve on sex than it is to improve on an emotional connection. Like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like pretty quickly you can tell like if you're on the same page and like your values and stuff are the same, but yeah. Sex sometimes could just be like, oh, I just need to be more comfortable with the person. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, okay, see you guys. Um, That's it for season two. <laughs> okay. uh, see you in a month. No. Um, we're, I'm happy to fucking be back recording. I missed it. I, I needed I'm delighted. <laughs> I'm tickled pink right now. Is that the phrase? Okay, sounded weird. Like right now. I know, that makes me think of like the tip of penis or something. Yeah, I know. Okay, we have been recording too long. Okay, um, <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. And I'm sorry that we have harsh opinions, but I'm also not. Truth hurts. Um, this is the real world. This is our show. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't fucking care. <laughs> I don't fucking care. If you don't like it, see yourself out. And, um, with that. <laughs> Is that too mean? Should I say something nice? No, you should do it. <laughs> okay. And with that, we will see you Tuesdays, baby. Woo!